What's up guys? Welcome to the show. This is me just traveling around on a bike. Blow my nose. I was like, my throat was so sore and I was like, oh no, it's COVID. It's not. I'm it's not? Vaxxed. Oh, you're double vaxxed? Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. And I've had it before. I like all the antibodies. It's an antibody party. Antibody party in, it, in your body? In my body. <laughs> I hope so. I think you probably were just hungover. Hungover and say, okay. Ew, okay. that's so mean. I'm being like so You're not being rude. mean. Right now. <laughs> You're not being mean. <laughs> You're good. All right. So, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What brought you? Like, you have questions for me? I figured yeah, you had I'm questions. Like, yeah, I have questions for you. Okay. What in the heck made you just want to like start? Like, what made you just like get on your bike? What do you know about me? You are on a, you took a bike. <laughs> You dive in dumpsters and feed hungry people. And, uh, yeah. That's it, basically. That's you wrapped it. it up. Well, yeah, well. I don't know. Seemed like a good thing to do. <laughs> Seemed like one of the only things to do, really. Not the whole dumpster diving shit, but like just travel on a bike. Yeah, I didn't really bike a lot beforehand. Surprisingly, bike and not car, like van or something. Uh, kind of just like it's a different type of traveling. You know, it's it's slower versus car. It's more like A to B. Yeah. And I prefer car too. I mean, like car over plane, but um, biking's kind of like there is no really destination. You know, you're kind of always there. Explore. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. It's kind of it's slower for sure, but and it, it grounds you more, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, there was the whole zero waste shit about it, which obviously is like, yeah, but honestly, it was more of an experience, I mean, experiment, you know, to see if I fucked with it. I didn't know anything. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing when I left. Not a just single fucking it. thing. Sometimes you just gotta go, though. What? So, how'd you like plan out your route? Like, where? Um, I would stay at farms along the way most of the time, or when I started out originally. And, um,. Yeah, like so how did you even think about that? Like, were you, did you just like get on a, Google and you're like, where the fuck do I stay if I need to yeah. sleep? I knew, no, I knew, so I knew I was going to be good because I'm, I'm comfortable like just roughing it in general. I don't really think it's roughing it. It's like, if I can get sleep quietly, I'm, I'm fine. So I had yeah. a tent and a hammock and I'm like, all right. It's basically my sleeping needs are met. Um, and then food, it's kind of food everywhere. Believe it or not. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was like, sometimes you just can't overthink it. And then in terms of the farms, I, so I left the first day I biked like 120 miles south to this farm in Kankakee. Mm -hmm. You know where Kankakee, know where Kankakee is? Kankakee is. You're from Champaign. Yep. <laughs> and the river. Yeah. And so that was too much, too much biking the first day. Mm -hmm. It said only Google, like I just Google map it. Yeah. And they said only 80 miles, and I was like, ah, oh, that's definitely the most I've ever done. Took 40 miles. Just yeah. Throw it on there. In in the cornfields, which is like, the wind is your fucking enemy. Because there's nothing like just whip, the wind. whipping me. Oh. Lord. Those last 40 miles took me, took me what, like how many hours it took me to do those first 80? 
really. Yeah, it was fucking bad. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Were you doing this like in summer? Like when did you? I left a year almost, um, like basically a year ago. Okay, yeah. so you knew you were going to be going into like the winter. Is that why you were going south? Yeah, yeah it's exactly why. <laughs> Migrate like a bird. <laughs> Migrate like a bird. My bike's named Sparrow. That's why. Really? That's why That's the so Instagram. Cute. Yeah. That's so cute. Pretty cute. Pretty cute. That's so. Okay. You said you went to I feel like you're fucking interviewing me. Okay. Whatever. Let's... There's so much people need to know. I mean, okay. do you have any. Do you have questions? Wait, hey, keep going. Keep going. Okay. We'll get to this. Um, what was I just about to say? Went to school for a semester. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. What do you want to be when you like grew up? Like, what? I still don't get it. Like you just like woke up one day and you're like, no, that bike is not. looking real nice. Not. I need to get out of here. I need to go. Yeah. Um. I. So my options, in my mind, were to get an apartment with my brother in the city and just probably do like a dead end fucking job because COVID happened. I was working as a rock climbing instructor and doing some other like side hustle shit, and I was making a decent amount of money but still live with my parents. And then I was like, I need to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Step one, get the fuck out of my parents' house. No offense, mom and dad, but I think everyone needs to. Yeah. And then COVID happened and like I stopped working at the climbing gym. And then I was like, okay. Yeah, kind of kind of just made me actualize a bunch of different shit. I feel like it did with you everyone. You had to like sit there though. Like yeah. it was like everybody had to go into timeout yeah, for a second. Exactly. You're like you like what you're doing or like not? Like are you right. comfy? Like are you gonna wait? Yeah. Can you sit with yourself long right. enough? Like exactly. That's what it made me feel like. And so I was on. Definitely, a catalyst was I was biking, like everywhere around the city with with a friend because I, I was still working this cabinet job, which was paying like, cash up front every day. And I was like cabinet I'm, like you were installing cabinets. Just delivering. Oh, just delivering yeah, them. Yeah. Like Amish cabinets from fucking Southern Illinois, like don't Oh Illinois. yeah. And um, so I was doing that, making money, and then I was just like, just exploring Chicago, and biking around. And I was like, there's like days I was at the lake. I still remember it. Like days I was at the lake, just staring out into nothingness, and just being like, damn, I these are the days I cherish the most, you know. And I'm like, I kind of want to make this my life. Like I wonder how that could be possible. And then yeah, so I was. I was like, I can move out and get an apartment in the city, but I'm like, but I can't swim at the lake every day. It's gonna be cold very soon, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, fuck that. And then I had a job opportunity to go teach kids rock climbing in um, in Lake Tahoe. I don't know, this is so long ago. And that sounds so fun. Yeah, it was like a bunch of inner city kids who've never who've never done anything. So I was like stoked about that, but I was like, I'm gonna have to live in my car for a little bit, which I would've been fine with, but I thought that was gonna be like almost a stepping stone, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not, I don't wanna fucking do that for the rest of my life, you know? It'd be right. cool, but, um, and then, yeah, so that was an option. And then the third option, honestly, my friend, like thinking back on it more, it was, I spent a lot of time with one of my friends and we were just biking everywhere. And she's like, I don't know if she knew someone who biked around the country, but she was like, yo, you should, you should do this. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I thought about it for like a couple days and then, and then bought a bike within a week. And then. And you just quit all your jobs? It was just the other job, cabinet job. Oh, yeah. And that was like part-time as is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I left for like 300 bucks. Like, yeah, I'll make it work. 
You did it. You did the damn thing. It's still going on. <laughs> yeah. But That's yeah. crazy. That's so fun though. That's I ran away. Like when I came here. Okay, like, so I yeah, let's think get into I was this. Be here. Um well so my mom brought me here when I was like twenty one. So of course when people hear that they're like, Oh, you just went and like partied the whole week. And I was like, No, we actually like stayed and like went to all the different parts of the city and it was like the last day we were here. I remember exactly where we were standing. We were on Royal and Esplanade, right by the Golden Lantern, because it was Easter and they were having their like gay Easter parade over yeah, there. Yeah. I, was in I was like, This is magic. And I said, Mom, right. this is where I will be moving. Like, I'm going to move here ASAP. New Orleans. Like, yeah. Atlanta misfits, I feel like. I know. I loved it. Uh, there's just, like, something like either sucks you in or pushes you away. Like, mm -hmm. it's completely magnetic, and either you're, like, attached to it or repelled by it. Yeah. So, so you came here when well, you were 21. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then I, she was like, you have to finish college. Which oh. I was like, okay, cool. Did you get pushed into college? Um, or did you want to go? I always wanted to go because, like, when I was younger, like, I was smart. And like that's how I got like everybody's approval was like being the smartest. Yeah. And because I was like an only child and an only grandchild, there was never any other kids around, so wow. I was just like the smart little attention sassy kid. Attention seeker. But, no, shut up. <laughs> 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 I'm not. I swear. No, but um, then I got to college though. I'm gonna. I would never do college again. If my kids don't want to go, that is completely fine. Why wouldn't you do college again? I hated it. Would you hate oh, about God, it? I hate it. Because, okay, so first of all, I went to the business school. And I went because I was like, oh, U of I has such a good business school, like blah, blah, blah. I didn't really like know what I wanted to do either. Like I'd wanted all these different jobs like growing 18. up. But I don't think anyone knows what they fucking want to do. I don't think but all I did know that I did want to own my own shop, like which is still a thing now. What type of shop? Um, just like a, like a boutique kind of shop, but like with, okay, have you ever seen Schitt's Creek? No. No? Okay. Well, they have, if you look it up, they have like this shop that they open. It's called Rose Apothecary. And they have like all these like locally curated things that like people sell there. Yeah, it's my like friend's got an apothecary. She, 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 she. she. Yeah. That's so cool. It'd be so fun. But um, I was like, I guess I need to know like business stuff. So I went to business school. But then I tried to like, I guess. <laughs> I guess I need to know how this works. Like, no one ever told me. It was yeah. just like me and my mom growing up. Like, right. no one ever taught me shit. So I, I feel like you're the type of person just figure shit out on their own. Yeah. You know? I mean, what else are you going to do? Just not figure it out? That sounds terrible. And then I, I feel like if I don't know something, if I can't figure something out, I get so frustrated. Yeah. Like, so, and I think that's maybe why college was like annoying because right. I had this like idea of what I was supposed to do, what everybody else like, you know, and I always like imagine what backgrounds these people are coming from and like, as if I know, Yeah. but like I was just in a place with a ton of kids from Chicago, yeah. mostly North Shore kids. Right. So rich. Yep. All in frats and sororities. Uh, uh. And I don't know. I think too, I didn't drink in high school because I was Mormon. Whoa! So, uh, that's what? a true story. So, when I. Okay, back up! <laughs> rewind. So, I didn't start drinking until like the end of my senior year. So, then when I got to college and I was drinking in college too, that was like. You've been took drinking? Me a couple years. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But it was just like, it college seemed drinking. normal yeah, there. Everyone's it was like drinks. one of the biggest party like here. schools. Yeah. Like, it was just normal. And like, I remember going to like during, um, what's that called? Unofficial. I remember going to class with rum and coke in my Camelback water bottle and it spilled all down the side of my shirt. And I still walked into that class and it was a philosophy class and I got an A on my quiz. And when I realized I, <laughs> so I was like, this could be a problem. <laughs> no, but I, honestly, to to kudos to you. Kudos to you having rum and sticky rum and coke all over you. <laughs> So and reeking, definitely. Probably. Without probably. a doubt. But I think everybody that day in class was like... There's a little, there's a little, 
there's, a, there's like a little metaphor in there in terms of philosophy. <laughs> Taking the I quiz. I'm drunk and I got an A. Tell oh me I can't drunk yeah. banter. Right, exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's good. No, that was a good memory from college, but. Uh, so when I graduated, I was super excited. Um, and I like was doing anything to move down here. I was like, yeah. I'm leaving. Because, ASAP. wait, when, when did you originally come here? When you were 21? August so of like, 2018. It was when I moved here, but yeah, I was 21, uh, 2017. I turned wow. 21. Uh, April. Yeah. So. But it's also cool because like, I feel like you, as, as you still do, I mean, it doesn't sound like your dream has changed that much in terms of the apothecary. Like you knew what you were going into kind of. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is what I want to get out of school. Yeah. But, but then, like, it was you, you always have people tell you like, oh, if you have goals, like you need to like. Ugh. But I feel like it's like a, I hate that like where everybody seems so like goal oriented all the time. It's like, okay, it but like what? Crazy. Because once you get to that goal, you're just going to like want more. Right. So can you just be happy? Like do, I think that's what like COVID, like when I had to sit there, I was like, yeah. okay, I could always be busy. I could yeah. always be doing more. Without a doubt. It's a distraction a lot of times though, mm -hmm. you know? I think a lot of even just, it is a distraction from mortality, I think. Like goals in general in yeah. busy work. It's not, well, it's not like, a bad thing to have goals. Because you're like, let me see how much I can get done right. while I'm alive. Right. It's but like, what, what's the purpose of it? Exactly. Like, what are you getting done? And is Who there, are you getting is, it done is for? Is there a thing to get done ever, really? Right. I did have like one of those moments the other day where I was just like sitting there and I was like, I could just sit here for the whole day and like I'm still a person for your whole life right I was like I could just sit here and like I'm still like a valuable person yeah. like, somebody would like keep me alive just to have my yeah. body like it, that, that also eats me away bed, pull the plug yeah me too but that that also eats at me though because like I do have those thoughts in those days where I'm like yeah nothing really fucking matters like I could just sit here and that would be my life just sit yeah. here and read books all day or whatever the fuck but On then the it kind of exactly. Kai and Rebecca are like oh that's that stoop kid yeah what the fuck because Kaya lives right by Dylan. Like I didn't know I was. I didn't know it was like a landmark. I guess I didn't know you were either until. That's the stoop we're guy. Alice and, I, and Rebecca's like, yeah, that's a stoop kid. It's like. Apparently, I'm a stoop kid. So. Sorry to be no, you. No, no, you're good. The stoop kid. No, we'll talk about that. The stoop kid. I sit on Dylan's stoop every every day, really, and just and read and just like I don't know, keep what it up. It's beautiful. Right a couple different books. Um. I'm reading Lit. There's a memoir by Mary Carr, and just like my first intro introduction to her, and she's like, she's an amazing writer. I can just like read her all day. And then In Patagonia by Bruce Chatwick, and then this book called Breath by I don't know what's her name. Yeah. Three books at one time. I just flipped through. My mind's kind of crazy. I'm not like gonna finish them all, you know. But yeah. I find value in all of them, you know. There's, there's more as well. There's like. So when you read I a book, splurge. you don't read it from like beginning no. to end. No, I'm usually, I usually have to leave. I usually just get it from the library, you know. Yeah. And so I'll like read it to keep my attention for a while, and I'll get it and then write it down, and then go back to it. Yeah. Stop. There used to be a little bookshop like right in the corner. Was it that street? Because that's Burgundy, right? Yeah, right there. Yeah. It was right that's that's where my stoop is. And or it was Dauphine. I can't remember, but they closed up now. They closed during COVID. But it was like the cutest little thing. And I think it reopened somewhere else. Like I was walking, I was just wandering in the corner one day and I like found it again. I was Whoa. like Books. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. That there's a really cool bookstore on St. Anne, like right before the 
the little church thing. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, which, but it's like cluttered. It's like the, from head to toe. Yep. Maybe books. that's where it reopened. Yeah. yeah know, that like, bookstore is crazy. Because that's where Rebecca lives. So. Boom. Yeah. Whatever. Apparently, I'm a landmark and. People know me from reading on the stoop. And then Leo, Dylan's dog, is always like hanging out with me there. What kind of dog does he have? A pit bull, a little puppy. He's like a, yeah, he's like a year, he's the best. But yeah, um, I don't know, what were we talking about before that? I don't remember. I can never trace we were, back. Well, we were talking about you in college. Yeah, and then moving here. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying that like, I did whatever it took to like get down here. Like I was like on all these like different apps and I was on Facebook like constantly trying to find a roommate. Oh yeah. And nothing was working out, nothing was working out. And it was like a month before I wanted to be gone. Were you telling people in school that you wanted to go to New Orleans? Oh like when you're at everybody. Yeah. What did they think? There everybody was like, okay, so here's the thing, is like I get super gung ho on ideas and I'm like, I'm gonna do it. And then I get distracted with something else and I'll do something completely different. But um and I did get distracted because I got in like a awful relationship and I was like gonna go to St. Louis and then I had a job offer in like Kansas City but I was like I hate all of that yeah like why did I forget that I wanted to go to New Orleans like right. who am I I'm not gonna move to Missouri that's no no offense to anybody who lives in Missouri but, <laughs> but not, it's not for not everyone. my place yeah. not my place so yeah uh, it was like a month before I wanted to be here and this girl had randomly posted that like her roommate had, like bailed the person that she was gonna like sign a lease with mm. so I just got on a business flight down here like the next day wow. met up with her and then we saw like a few places went back none of those places worked out so she signed a lease for some random place Whoa. and then I packed a moving truck and <laughs> met her here Whoa. a few weeks later so she didn't live here either no she's from Shreveport Whoa. she's back you still there now. you still living with her no okay she moved back um, she was just here in Delgado doing like a nuke med program oh or, yeah nuke but, med what's nuke med like nuclear medicine, so like the abbreviations. How would I know yeah. that? <laughs> she like shoots people with like the dye stuff yeah, yeah. and then scans them. Wow. So you guys are both smart. When did you? So you get here? Were you working like odd jobs? Um, what are you doing? No, I actually. So I obviously for like a month didn't really have a job, but I had a care.com profile that I had from back home because I've been taking care of kids forever. Yeah. And then I also had an interview at Northwestern Mutual and like they were gonna give me an offer, but they asked how much I wanted like salary wise. And I told them like what I was gonna be getting like from my Chicago like offers and other places where I'd gotten jobs. And they were like, oh, you're like in a mom and pop town. Like you're not gonna get that much. I Whoa. was not asking for that much at all. What were you asking for? I was asking for 40,000. That is much. not that That's much. Nothing. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna play into this. Cause I was an intern for them before and I was like, ah, I don't wanna be sucked back into this. Yeah. So I took the nanny job instead. And then I ended up working for her business as well and her dad's business. She had an accounting business and he had like a shipping business. Mm -hmm. So did that and then bartended on the weekends. At the drinkery. At the drinkery. Yeah, which yeah. is kinda how we met through Dylan. Yeah. Dylan bartends at the drinkery still. Yep. You got the fuck out of there. Does Jeff still bartend? Kudos there? to you, Jeff still. Jeff still bartends there, I think. Just yeah. on that one. <laughs> That's the sad thing is like I loved everybody there so much. Right. Like and like not seeing Dylan and Jeffrey and Kaya all the time. Like I was lonely. Yeah. Like when it when I had to quit. When Dylan and Dustin go to work all day, I'm just like here like twiddling my thumbs. Why <laughs> do? I know. And like I was living for a little bit I moved down to the quarter and I was like living down here but I was living alone. Mm. I thought I would love it because I love yeah. being alone. Yeah. Um, but like not having 
somebody else just like there right. or like to ex like yeah if i would have to live alone like here i would have like an open door policy yeah you know i'd have my friends always coming through yeah and that was the thing is like kaya lived right over here and rebecca lived like a block away right. so we were always tight together as much as like yeah. we could be um but yeah then the, like felony and all that stuff <laughs> should we go in it <laughs> If you want to. If you want to. I mean. I, of course I want I, it's to. It's public record, I think. Oh, I don't know. Public record. Right Let's go into it. That gave me. Right now I'm technically like off the hook. And if I'm like good behavior for one year. Yeah. It just goes away. It'll make it go away. Okay. Let's See, go. like it wasn't even that big of a deal in the first it's place. Not, it's to, not a big deal. It was deal. over the money. They it's, didn't want money. Welcome uh, to the world. God. It was so sad too. The people they were bringing into that jail. It was just like all like. Like people, it, they definitely have like an opioid crisis out there, and like they were just bringing in like, out there all these, everywhere. <laughs> well, everywhere, yeah. But like it was all like the Native American population that they kept bringing in. It was just like ugh, sad. Oh, yeah. It was just gross. It was like very. Maybe it was an experience you needed for that though. Like just to yeah. See. It was nice. Like I go through it now, and like I'm over it. So like I'm like it happened. Like what am I gonna do? Boo hoo about it every time. Like, right. but I like to replay it in my head to like. It's like, I don't know. I get to watch it back right. and like watch everybody there because I, I was so quiet. I, there was nothing to do. I didn't have my phone. I didn't have anything. Yeah. I didn't even have my own shirt. So yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was crazy. But um, anybody on the podcast who wants to know <laughs> if the cops ever ask you if you have weed, even if you legally bought it in Colorado, you say absolutely fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> and you say I have never. What is weed? Right. Where does that come from? No, you don't say I, that. I know weed killer. I got some weed in the back. Killer. Oh man, no. yeah. That's the long story short on that one. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it sums it up. Yeah, just uh, another win for the war on drugs, right. government side. And like when my friend did get mad at the cop, I mean everything she said was like valid, except for the fact that she used the word profile talking about our license plate. Profile does because we're from Illinois. I was like, let's not be using that word right now. It's being thrown around yeah. a lot of different ways. I don't think to use that. But um, she was like dude like what are you doing all this for and she um is a social worker i'm like putting everybody's info out here just yeah. blah 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 but she's a social worker back in champaign um and she wanted to work for a va and she's like if i get a felony i can't work for the va and like so she like told him that and like the guy tried to be like so nice once we were in the jail and he was like booking us and he's like you're the one who wanted to be the va right i was like no that was her I want to be a comic. This is good for my right. career. <laughs> <laughs> I told the cop that on the way. Also, they put me in the front seat Whoa. to like go to the whatever. It was uh, weird. The whole thing was weird. We could get into all the little different things, but like when, because they put us in the same car, and I guess like safety reasons, they like, can't put us back like together. But I was like super uncomfy in the handcuffs. So the guy was like trying to be so nice. He's like, "Are you uncomfortable? Like, would you like me to like resituate you?" And the other cops like freaking out. He's like, "Everything okay over here?" And I'm like, "Whoa, that's yeah, fine. I was just uncomfy." <laughs> He's that's like, "Well, so is everything good now?" Like, anyway, that's is he why being like condescending or? Um, or was he being genuinely interested? I like don't know how to read him. Like, I don't like looking back. Like, I he was weird yeah and the lady who booked us like finished booking us she was like dude he's an asshole like everybody hates him so like next time if you're ever gonna drive through south dakota again how about one just don't but if yeah. you do don't have anything yeah at all just <laughs> have your butt <laughs> I guess you know? so. but um yeah so when we got that when we were in the car i don't know i was like just trying to make small talk Small talk with a cop. It would be quiet. Have like, you ever got cuffed before? No, I've never oh been gosh. in trouble. I've never been in trouble. So I'm like over here like. Yeah. Well. You're a nanny so like, from you champagne. Got, I was like, you got kids? And he's like, yeah, I got four of them. I was like, are you a Mormon? He's like, no. 
I was like, I said something. I was like, one day this will make a good joke. He's, I was like, he said something. And I was like, yeah, I do stand up. He's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, maybe you'll see me someday. I used to sign my signature and like joke about that. I'd be like, I'm going to, or this is going to be Manifest. money one day. Manifest it. Well, do you believe in manifestation? 100%. There you go. 110%. I have like a very specific story too, like recently, but. Another one, another story. Please. I think I manifested meeting you. Really? Yeah. Okay, because whoa. I was out that night and like I was so tired after work, um, but my friend wanted to go see his band play at Saturn Bar. And so before I went out, I was like, I'm, it's not worth going out if I'm not going to meet new people. Like I'm kind of sick of being around. I love my friends to death. I yeah, you told friends. us you just went out for the first time in forever, right? In yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I had been working a ton and like, I don't know, things are just opening up again. And I was like, yeah. I miss meeting new people. Like, yeah. I miss going out and meeting new people. So I, like, did this, like, little, like, writing manifestation thing before Aww. I left that I would, like, meet, like, new people that were, like, cool. And then I met you, and I met, like, one other guy. His name is Brandon. Um, I don't know. He's not as nice as you are. He's not as nice? Uh, well, I don't even know. Yeah. Let me not make judgments about people before yeah. I, like, don't know them that well. That's... That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's safe. That's cool, though. And you did me, man. I definitely... Yeah, I don't think I was going to go either. I was... Me and Dylan were probably... <laughs> probably smoking bongs, watching movies, <laughs> playing music. <laughs> and I think he wanted tacos. And I was like, I'll come in for the ride. Yeah. And then, boom. Then so how did you send up at... Oh, because they had the little pop-up thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've done it like four times. Just go to that little pop-up yeah, for the tacos? Absolutely. Late night tacos at like 2 a.m. Come uh, on. Austin has the best tacos, though. To Austin, me. has good Nola tacos. No doesn't I really have, have Jack for tacos. So. Yeah, they do. That pop-up, though. Yeah. That pop-up is crazy. Yeah. They go hard. Pop-ups are always better. Yeah, restaurants. for real. I know. And then when pop-ups become restaurants, somehow they lose their quality. Right. There's but like they don't. They that don't just change anything. A restaurant here, and I'm like, I wonder how they're gonna do. Right. Like they're in a really good location. Why do you question that? Store? It's definitely the same ingredients. They're I doing know. it the same way, but now it's like in store, like in a store, like I know. under building. You're like, hey, what's going oh, on here? It's not there anymore. I guess uh, I don't know. I like the being nitty outside, gritty. Like, yeah, yeah walking out a taco. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> Too, I feel like when they become stores, like they start upcharging. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Which I totally get because then they have overhead costs, like higher overhead costs. So right. They have to, but it's your business, and you're. It's the business. <laughs> and the opportunity cost. I'm oh, stop it. <laughs> but yeah, tacos do hit. So what was the other manifestation? You said you have an example of that. Um. You don't remember? No, I said that was good. I had a story about it. That was the story. Oh, that was the story. Yeah, okay. that was it. Okay. But that's like weird being like, I'm interested in meeting you to that's somebody. That's weird. Like if somebody told me that. No. I like, meet a lot of people. There's definitely been weirder things said to me. <laughs> that's it's the weirdest weird. thing someone said to you. Honestly, I don't know. I did, um, because like Burgundy's kind of like the gay bar street, mm -hmm. I get, when I'm chilling on the stoop, I get catcalled all the time. It makes yeah. me feel so good. My ego's been through the roof lately. It really has. Because girls. compliment hits so different. So different. Because girls can't say that. Like, they don't say it. Yeah. Even if they think it. But, like, the gay guy's just, like, confidence, and it's fucking amazing. And I'll be sitting there, and he, this guy goes, ugh, and just grunts, <laughs> and keeps walking. And I just start laughing. <laughs> and then he came back. He came back, like, a half hour later. He goes, you got a boyfriend? I go, no, nah, dude, sorry, I'm straight. And he goes, I would eat you up. 
<laughs> and then just dip. It's not weird, but I was like, thank you. It does make me feel good. Because I know, like, I know I'm having a really, like, rough-looking day if I, like, go into, right like, now? a gas station. No, not right now. Oh, I was well, like, no, you're not. I was like, I think I look okay today. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, but, like, if I go into, like, a corner store or, like, I go to a, like, gas station or someplace, like, sketching, like, nobody says anything to me, I'm like, man, I must be looking real rough. Really? Yeah. Wow, to be a woman, huh? Yeah. I don't get like too mad about it. I just get mad like if I'm no, that's, alone you should be walking. Mad. I mean, that's, yeah, like exactly. when I was living down here in bartending, like walking home, I'm like, don't talk, like don't talk, don't look at me. Yeah. But just because like I'm by myself, and that makes it feel a little sketch. Yeah. Pretty that's, sure I could hold my own though. I think so as well. But still, to avoid those confrontations is the ultimate goal. Yeah. Even if you're, even if you know you're fucking doing, even if you can. What fight. am I supposed to do? Like, what, do they think I'm gonna give in to it? Yeah, I'm definitely not. You better cut a motherfucker. <laughs> like, what do I, what, do, like, if somebody was like, I don't even know a cat call that I've gotten recently, but if they were like, um, sorry, I just got an email about the comedy festival. Um, I'm it away because my ADHD could never do two things at once. Um, what was I saying? Cat call. Cat call. If you ever got cat called. Oh, like, and just like leaned into it and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, well, what? I, I never got the point. Like, I get it, like, the gay guy was like, could have worked on me. Could have turned me right there. But, but like, for, for a guy to a girl, it's like, it's like damn, girl. Like, it, like, wow, you know, that guy's morals and ethics really stand with mine. The I think that's the girl. one. I think I manifested that. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Would you like to take me on a date, sir? He's no. like, you pay you? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Right. I said I said New Orleans is um, a forever haunted house, but instead of like monsters popping out and being like boo, it's just like people asking for a dollar. <laughs> you yeah. Cannot leave the house. Like, exactly. Can I get a dollar? Right. Can you get a dollar? It's like the trick or treat, but reverse psychology <laughs> with it. Just give me, give me the treat. That's honestly, yeah, yeah. I like how people are just so upfront here, though. You know, like even that, people don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know? feel like back up north. Um, and maybe this is just like a champagne thing and maybe it's just being like raised in a bunch of different churches But people were like So fake like it all had to like fit this certain model and yeah. like, there was like this one way of thinking and like even if like I don't know there, like There's no depth to a lot yeah, of it for sure. So and like even sometimes when I travel like I went to Denver And like I kind of felt the same more thing reserved there. They're just know? yeah, and it's like it almost feels like fake. <laughs> it yeah. feels like a simulation You're hanging yeah. with those people you're like I know you're like, scripted right now <laughs> i know can we can i say something off the wall <laughs> you know? this is weird right you're like oh bernie you're so funny uh, are you like, a comedian <laughs> no i guess i have to be now <laughs> yeah because oh, don't make me tell the otherwise y'all just tell me i'm weird <laughs> right oh my god i think it scared me when i first came here like it, it didn't really? scare me but it shook me because like i was chilling on the stoop and yeah. people would just come up and like say hi and then just like stay stay there and like like wait for my response and then like pick up conversation and I was like what the fuck is this See, place I don't okay I had like a front porch on bourbon and I was like I would love to sit out on here on bourbon yeah but I was like the anxiety of like I don't know having to talk to people like I'd much rather just observe them yeah me too like that's kind of why I sit out there I mean I sit out there for more than one reason like mainly because it's the weather's always nice yeah. And I don't always get this. And I didn't grow up with this. So yeah. it's like but also there's there's always something going on, you know? It's cool. It's fun energy. And it's fun 
now like that everything's opening up again mm -hmm. I don't know. yeah okay excited i don't know how i want to segue this but i want to talk about you being a mormon and raised in a bunch of different yeah, churches yeah, i don't and really then, think you can segue to that one <laughs> and then to the comedy because those definitely play hand in hand yeah so growing up i was just like good girl little britney and my mom like my mom says now that like i made her take me to church wow i'm like i think that you listen to a lot of Joyce Meyer, and my memories on that are very different. <laughs> but we both like church. It, like, gave us an extra community and stuff. And yeah. we were living down in, um, like, East St. Louis area, in this town called Collinsville. Okay. And um, I almost went through Collinsville. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I, like, grew up until I was, like, 10. I was born in Belleville, grew up in Collinsville. You were Belleville what? Illinois. Oh. I think there's a Belleville. I went through a Belleville. Maybe, maybe it was... Maybe, I don't think it was Illinois. No, it was in Belleville, Texas. Texas? Yeah. Yeah. Was that, is that close to Austin? Is that like on the yeah. way to Austin? Yeah. Because I remember passing it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about Belleville. Yeah. Um, that was a cute little town. Met little cute little old people who gave me a place to stay for a night. Really? Yeah. Super Aww. sweet. Texas scares me. What? I don't know. Which, Texas is so big. There's so many different That's parts true. of Texas. That's true. Like, East Texas is like forest. You're like, what the fuck? No one told me about this. <laughs> And then Austin's its own planet. Houston, <laughs> it's, its own Houston's planet. its own planet. And then... Do you know Austin has a lot of bats? I do know Austin has a lot. I stayed in Austin for a while. Really? For a while. A couple months. And then I tore my knee there. Ooh. And then, yeah. Then whatever. But yeah, Austin definitely has bats. <laughs> That's How'd cool. you tear your knee? Slacklining. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's called like a butt cringer. Like when somebody tells you they get hurt and it like makes your like... Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and you're like, pucker up. Oh. <laughs> Squeeze. Yeah, um, it was bad. Was, you should have heard it pop. Oh, no, thank yeah. you. Should I get into it? No. <laughs> because you know those videos of people like swinging on ropes or whatever and like their leg will get stuck and yeah. you can... Ooh. Yeah, that was how my leg was. I hit the ground but my leg was still on the line and it just... Snapped back and I was like, oh, what a bummer. What an inconvenience to my life right now. So how long were you like down? Um, like, I mean, like, not just, like, in that moment, but, like, could you... No, I was almost do down at the moment for a while, because I didn't know what happened. And then I realized I couldn't walk, and I was oh like, this no. sucks. I, like, limped. I was limping for a while. I didn't, I didn't get it checked out or anything, but... Um, health insurance here sucks. Uh, American health care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just I knew I was going to have to have surgery. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, and surgery's probably going to take the same amount of recovery. So I was like, I'll just... I started traveling in a school bus with some friends who offered so yeah and then I was honestly like extending it sucked but keeping it bent like kind of like a 45 degree wasn't that was like only where it existed without pain yeah which was strange to me but I was like all right let me roll with it and then I started like hiking yeah and, like hike this mountain like a week later I'm pretty sure that like tendon like where it connects those muscles those are like eccentric muscles so they're like working when they're pulling apart yeah. rather than like yeah. Squeezing together. Yeah. Uh, so it's it like relax if your knees like Right. Yeah. yeah, sleeping sucked. Ugh. I couldn't sleep for a while. But um yeah, just over time it healed itself. And here I body. am. Body. <laughs> fucking body. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works, kids. Yeah. No, I do think that's like so cool, like watching bodies heal. Even when I get sick now, like I don't get mad when I get sick because I'm like, okay, cool, I wanna see like what my body's gonna do. Yeah. Like I just sliced up in my ankle. Sounds like I'm real fucking close, <laughs> but I did just slice up on my ankle the other day. Didn't yeah. you say in one of your episodes that like you crashed your bike and broke your glasses? 
Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Here, actually, when I first got here. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I don't crash a lot anymore on the bike, but there's definitely moments. I hit my my tires went like in parallel with the streetcar lines. Yeah. And I went over the handlebars and just like ate it on the face and then spiked over the bridge back to Algiers. Yeah, how? Illegally. How, without glasses. Yeah, in the rain. Yeah, and that night it was fucking, yeah. You I, did that off a of pier like you had like angels <laughs> you carrying you. No, There's no was, way. It was alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it was liquid courage. Yeah, angel of death. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> was I'm gonna get you and like, oh, how is he too? still going? <laughs> That's awful. And then, yeah. She made it. Made it, and they got new glasses the next day. Shout out Warby Parker. <laughs> in, in the Garden District. Oh my god. Um, okay, church. 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 Preach. Wait, what happened to your ankle? We didn't talk about that. Sorry, oh, I the whole body healing thing. So, I sliced it. I sliced it open with... I was working at my buddy's farm to help him, like, after the hurricane here. Yeah. And uh, I was just is like, this like your mowing his lawn? Yeah, like with a scythe, like a big ass fucking blade. <laughs> it's like the actual Grim Reaper. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, wow, this is fun. <laughs> and then I just like was zoning out. It was really, I was kind of doing, like I was doing busy work and like didn't even need to be doing it really. And then like right towards the end, it just like motion, like boom, boom, boom. And then like the last one just hit my ankle. And I was like, ooh. It just started bleeding like immediately, like a lot. It was open, it was open like a, it didn't hurt, but it was open like an eye, like it was a mini eye. And uh, I was like, ooh, it was like another inconvenience. <laughs> what did they get? gonna stay here a little <laughs> right? longer. Exactly. And so I like I was had it up to stop the bleeding and just like look at it. And I was like, maybe we can just super glue it. And Mark, the dude at the the who owns the farm, he was like. He was like, dude, this does not look good. He's like, my friend's a nurse. I'm like, I also have a friend of nurse. I'm like, let's both send them pictures and see what they think. Yeah. And they both responded like, yeah, you need stitches, stitches ASAP. And, Where was uh, it? Was that ankle? No, it's this ankle. I've also broken this ankle, so there's another scar. It's like, this yeah. one is old, this one's new. And that was in the shape of an L, which is kind of cool. But um, yeah, it was like an eye, and then I got stitched up, and I was asking the nurse who stitched it, or the doctor, and I was like, theoretically, could it? Could I have just like closed it, glued it, and they're like, and just, it? yeah, and I'm like, it's because what you're doing when you're stitching it, I was thinking, I'm like, you're pulling it together, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like the stitches are new skin, yeah, and then your skin kind of meshes together itself, and so I was like, oh, I definitely, like, I bet if you was leave it, just it like because it was deep enough that they were, it was wide. I can show you a picture. I want to see a picture. Okay, okay. I bet it's gnarly. It is. It was definitely gnarly. It was really fun. It's funny when like things start bleeding a lot and you're like, well, this should hurt more than it does. Yeah. And it didn't. And I was like, it hurt after they stitched it. Like, and then the next day was my birthday and I was like, oh. oh. When's your birthday? September 9th. September 9th. Gentle Virgo. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It does look like an eye. It looks like an eye, right? Yeah, I got a, oh, I don't know if the video will play while it's podcasting, but it was, it was gnarly. It was cool. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, you see Ow. like the tissue. I know. That's crazy. Yeah, it is what it is. It heals. But yeah. Good job. Good job, okay, buddy. Okay, church, church. Church. Back to church. 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 We're, we're here both. In the like name it. of Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. All right. Stay focused. Church. Um, we're gathered here today to talk about church. Um, yeah, so Are I you went still to, like, religious? Hold on. Before we I'm go not. Over. I'm spiritual now. Okay. Um, yeah. I have a tattoo on my back. It's the only tattoo I have. It's like what I 
believe. What, what is it? It's just like a yin yang, but it's like deconstructed. And then it's like all together. Because I think, I, okay, I feel like there's more energies than just two energies. So like the way we understand everything is like polar, like mm -hmm. good, bad, hot, cold, yeah. right, wrong. Linear. Yeah. yeah, and it's like there's not two sides to a scale. Like it literally is all balanced and everything yeah. is interwoven. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now church. Um, so when I was younger, I went to an evangelical church, which is just like a non-denominational Christian church. Um, and then when we moved, we went to a non-denominational church up here that my grandma went to. Oh, I said up here. I'm like, I'm in Champagne right now. <laughs> in New Orleans. Um, back in Champaign, because we moved up to Champaign when I was 10. And I hated that church. I got bullied so bad there. What? A church? I was also, like, not a cute kid. But whatever. Well, I was a cute kid. I wasn't a cute, like, tween. Whatever. No one's cute as a tween. Look at me. I had an afro. Imagine that. No. Horrible. Really, I was cute. Yeah, I don't even know what was going on in my life. I had, like, buck teeth. Yeah, I me too. I had massive buck teeth. Really? I used to suck my thumb and like. Do you have braces? No braces. Manifested braces it into <laughs> being straight. My mom can't move without right. getting it straight out. I used to wear. I used to because I used to like suck my thumb a lot and my teeth would like push out and like get separated, yeah. and so it well, would happen at night. Yeah, teeth. it would happen at night, and so I started wearing oven mitts and duct taping my hands to my legs. <laughs> you did that yourself. I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, I did like, that to myself. That's so cute. Yeah. Well. How old are you? Too old. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, so Back to your bullying. <laughs> Back to you, you ugly child. Um, so then we had these neighbors move in next to us, and their names were Erica and Jesse, and they were Mormon, and they had two kids at the time. She was pregnant with her third. And um, we became really, really close, and they invited us to uh, whatever, like Christmas, like one of the days was church. <laughs> Mormon church is three hours long. You have sacrament. Is there like then a meal you have like different between? meetings. No, and sometimes on fast Sunday you're not allowed to eat until right. like dinner. Yeah. Um, I hate it. Mormons go hard. They go hard. Yeah. No coffee. Like that's disrespectful. Wow. Yeah. Coffee's no wonder you didn't have my coffee. <laughs> that's not it. It's because no, when I drink I get like anxiety. So like my anxiety. What yeah. A great word. So it's like hangover anxiety. My yeah. heart like beats too fast. Like I took a nap Lack today. Lack of sleep. And I woke up and I like. My heart was just like pounding. And I was like, yeah. okay, deep breaths. Yeah. <laughs> like, I find sometimes like I have really good days after after a day of drinking, which is like paradoxical. Really? But, yeah. Like when I'm sober, like I'll go for a run or something. I just feel really good. But well, obviously, if I'm felt really like trash yeah. that night and then you got good sleep. But like, if you're. I, you don't get good sleep though when I you drink. Shitty right. sleep. I don't know what it is. That's if you're Body not blatantly hungover. <laughs> That's true. You know, which is not Wake up in pain. Usual case, yeah. I think I woke up drunk because I definitely wasn't in pain until <laughs> yeah. I woke up from my nap. Yeah. I like got some McDonald's. Nice. All the way on the West Bank. I was like, I'm deep in the West Bank right now. Like, how did I get here? Mickey D's will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I didn't go for the Mickey D's. Oh. I woke up on the West Bank. What? It's like, oh, I need to get back home. Uh oh. Someone, uh, had, a fun. Someone no. had a night. You want to know what happened? I fell asleep cuddling a cat. Aww. Her name's Indy. Well, Indigo, but they call her Indy. She's so sweet. She had little itty bitty toe beans. They were like this tiny. Her feet were so small. So small. They so cute. She was so cute. So, and I fell asleep. I was like, cool, this is comfy. Gotta <laughs> go. Let's go to bed here. Yeah. For real. I, I was like, still in my dress. My hair looked perfect. My makeup was still on. Boom. 
house. Let's go out again. All right. <laughs> That's honestly the <laughs> New Orleans culture, though. <laughs> the only thing was my bun was like a little messed up, like it was flipped, but I think a little hairpin can't do. Exactly. And then went to the bathroom and realized like how dehydrated I was. And like morning after, you're like, oof. Yeah. And I was like, I need water. I need sustenance. I need food. Yeah. It's really bright outside, so let me get home before this like hurts. Yeah. And then I couldn't find my sunglasses for a while. Okay, we're talking about church. 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 Preach. <laughs> 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 to this like Christmas whatever we were there for three hours uh, well we had sacrament for the first hour and then they had like the kids go to like their youth group classes and like women go to relief society men go to the priesthood um, they separate the boys and the girls and tell you how to be a good family and a good person I don't know but the thing is I loved that church so much more than the other church because everybody was nice as and they should like be everybody was a lot more like reverent it wasn't like because the church that I went to was like not a mega church, but like the youth center was like huge and had all these flat screens and like arcade games. Whoa. And, like, so that they could have like kids come. Whoa. And it was like literally like a huge facility. And like I just hated like, you know, when they're singing the music. And they're like, and I'm like, shove it up your <laughs> That's, that's the only one out. But I'm just sitting there like, you can't like bully people and like be that awful. Yeah. And that's kind of how the church got its thing going. <laughs> I was like, I'm not vibing. So then I went to the Mormon church, and I was, like, a part of that until, you know, around, like, my senior year of high school. Um, like, I went to the temple, too, and did baptisms for the dead. Wow. Um, Baptism for the dead. Yeah, you get, like, people's names, and you, you go into the temple, and they have, like, this... Well, the one in Salt Lake was beautiful. It was, like, all marble. And you go in, and it's, like, like a pool, kind of, but, like, in a big, like, white marble thing. And then you go in and you're like in these garments and then they baptize you, but with different names. Like, so they're like, we're baptizing you. So that people like who, when they die, like if they weren't Mormon, they get the choice to yeah. like be Mormon. Whoa. And then everybody gets their own planet. But this is what pissed me off. I ready to hear why I wasn't that. Mormon anymore. It's because I, they said, so you get sealed in the temple with your family. And then once you die, you'll be with your family forever. Um, this is so weird because my like thoughts on death now are like totally different. But, um... I remember them saying that I couldn't get sealed to my mom because she wasn't married and because she was a single mom like we couldn't be sealed unless there whoa, was like a man a man whoa <laughs> you were pissed I don't need no man my mama doesn't need For real? no man I was like no because like my it's always been like my grandma my mom and like my aunt's like not even married like we're all just very like independent as fuck yeah and so um yeah, I was like not vibing. And then like a year later, they were like, if you have a child um, and like, let's say like I were to come out like as gay, which now I could be excommunicated from the church yeah, um, for like being bi. Right. So they were like, if you have a child, but you've like come out, um, your kid cannot get baptized until they're 18 years old. Normally kids get baptized when they're eight. Mind you, that's the age too. And like, you want to do what your friends are doing. And like, you can't fully grasp that. Like, oh, sorry, kid, you can't get baptized because, like, mommy's in love, like, with a woman, or, like, right. dad's in love. Like, and how do you teach that, like, love is love if you know. you're going to, like, you know, like, and punish, like, a kid's for, like, their parents' transgressions? Like, I don't, I don't know. Seems I was a little like, backwards. this, yeah, this isn't working for me anymore. <laughs> and so then I stopped. Was it a big, going. like, blow to the stomach to your mom, or did she care? No, um... So she actually got baptized before me. It sounds like that's really sweet of you, like, like from your mother's point of view, because you're like, well, I wanted to be sealed with you, yeah, the afterlife and eternity, you know. Yeah, 
But I think like, too for her, she's always believed that like every religion's right. So I don't think she was too caught up in it, you know. Yeah, she's a good mother. She's dope. She's uh, right. We definitely will get at each other's throats sometimes. Yeah, well, it's family. Isn't it? <laughs> but um, God, she's like amazing. She's so amazing. And yeah, so she followed me down here like a year after I moved here. Wow, she's here right now. Yeah, so oh, she lives here. Yeah, awesome. I live with my mom right now. Aww, so sweet <laughs> though. Awesome. I was like, I love living with her. But yeah, we have like a cute little place out in Lakeview, and it's like huge. And I, I don't know, it's just comforting to like have her there. Yeah. So that's awesome. After like not having her for a year, but for the year that I didn't have her, I was like, need to figure out my life. Yeah. <laughs> by myself. I feel and like then you're killing it. You think I'm killing it? Yeah. I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing it. But you're doing what doing you that. want. That's true. Yeah, for the most part, right? Yeah. After I quit the drinkery, I was like, I'm not gonna do something if it doesn't make me yeah. happy. Yeah. Mm -mm, I'm not gonna be like treated crappy anymore. Yeah. Because I'm like a really good worker and I'm really good at everything that I do. And like during COVID, the thing is like I, because I have like problems like anxiety and depressions, so, like sorted through all of that and like got it figured out. And like the thought of the world reopening was like awful. Yeah. Awful. I like did not want to things to go back like I just wanted to like stay at home and I'm like am I gonna want to feel like this forever yeah. like something's wrong like I shouldn't feel yeah. like that like I used to be so excited by this city like I used to like just like drive and be like wow like I right. get to live here like I chose to be here and like I'm here um but yeah I don't know where my thought was going no you're good <laughs> I was there and then I was gone so, so you well when you left the church you're like no yeah so then I was just like in college just I didn't really go to church. Yeah. Church wasn't a thing. Um, I remember going to mass a few times. Like, was it like weird? Did you, like, with all the extra time, though? Was um, it weird at first? No. No. I keep you myself feel time so there, busy. Yeah. I started working a lot then, too. Because, mind you, I joined when I was, like, or I got baptized when I was 14. And then I was out of the church by, like, 16, 17, because I was working all the time. Yeah. And you weren't allowed to work on Sundays. I was like, well, right. i got to pay bills. Right. <laughs> or I'm going to start paying for college, and I have to pay for my car, and... Like, yeah, start paying effect. for stuff. Oh, I hate having to pay for stuff. When did you get into comedy? Um, when I moved down here. Because Whoa. I had this app that was called Meetup. Because when I came down here, I was like, okay, well, I got to meet people. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do something. Got to go to the app. Uh, I'm not going to meet anybody like being a nanny right. in Metairie. So, um, Metairie. I mean, I knew I'd meet people bartending, but so I had all these different apps yeah. and like you could pick your different hobbies or like whatever you were interested in. So I did like networking events where I'd go to all these like entrepreneurship networking things wow. and then went to a comedy class that was like a free improv class at this theater here and it was called TNM, which they're not there anymore. Sorry, the hiccups. Um, <laughs> but they're not there anymore because I didn't make it through the pandemic, but now it's technically Comedy House. Like yeah. the owners opened that. But um, yeah, like they were offering a stand-up class. So the first paycheck I got, I paid for the stand-up class. And I met literally like my best friends. Uh, I'm not close with all of them anymore, but close with a lot of people. Yeah. And then I was just at that theater like every Friday, Saturday. Like if I wasn't work, like I'd work during the day or something. Yeah. Because I nannied Monday through Thursday and I'd work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But that first class you were like, okay. So the improv class, I yeah. was like, hmm. You could do it though. That was a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like that's how it is too with stand up people. Like, stand up think Im improv is like a little weird. And improv people think stand up people are like annoying. Annoying? I don't know. I wouldn't say annoying, but like they like think like stand up people like aren't as funny. I don't know. There's yeah. something about being like an improv though. Like, those people are like genuinely like geniuses. Yeah. Just genius. And comf comfortable. And I did do improv. I did. 
I was in the fifth level. I was about to graduate hey. in COVID, and I was only doing it so that I could finish. Like, I only kept going because I was like, well, I started it, so right. got to finish it. So you, you get upset with me and my unfinished books. <laughs> but I did. I was like, how do you read a book? But that's better than me, though, because what I'll do is I'll read like a few pages and I'll be like, I'm going to do this for like three weeks. Yeah. It'll be like three days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if I don't fuck with a book, I, yeah, I'll just, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> There's always other books. Yeah. I do that with shows. Five minute rule. If I don't like it in five minutes, yeah. I'll change sometimes it. Sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I grind. Also, books come back to you in like different stages of your life. It's You're true. like, oh, I didn't really fuck with this then. Now this is amazing. How did I never not fuck with this? Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. What was the last good book I read? I don't even know. Wait, hold up. So, improv. Improv. You I didn't finish because COVID. Yeah. And then, um, how, but I was when did doing you do stand up? The whole time. Okay. So, like, they had the stand up class. So, like, I went to the theater. Yeah. Then I was on their website and I was like, oh, they're going to have a stand up class. And it was like the second time they'd ever offered it. But you were doing classes. When, when did you first go to an open mic? Mm, in the middle of doing those classes. Yeah. So, probably it was February. No, was it might have been January. I posted on my anniversary on <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. There's a lot of people. Sorry. Hitting you up. We can wrap it up soon, don't we? Um, okay, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're checking when you did stand up. Oh. I'm like January or February. Yeah. Here it is. January 10th. When? What year? 28. 2019. Okay. 2019, January 10th. Um, I just went, I think my first open mic that I went to was Bar Redux. No way. Did this fall? Did it? No, no it's no. right here. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's just on black on black. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Um, Bar Redux. Bar Redux. They have been there. Yeah. Yeah, they would do it out back. And like the trains going by. You have like three minutes. What a set. It was so fun. And like I would never wrote sets. Like I would just get up and like Improv. come up with stuff. Yeah. Um, and then slowly it like started to form. So then like a year and I started getting like actual jokes yeah. and figuring it out yeah. and like making a set, Yeah. not just like talking. Right. You're, but I feel like you're just, you, you're so comfortable out there. Really? You know? Yeah. At least you give the illusion. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but you are, it's like. I think there's no reason to be in, like embarrassed anymore. Yeah. Also, before I go up, instead of saying I'm nervous, I tell myself I'm excited because your body's feeling the same thing. Right. You just have to like make your mind focus Steer on which one. Way. Yeah. So I just go, I'm excited. That's awesome. So. Yeah, you seem very like, just personable, you know? Good. I think sometimes it's, especially for like, you know, people kind of new starting out is, it's, it's trying to get there, you mm -hmm. know, trying to get where, because when people are, are their most funny is, is like when it's your friend, you know, and you're just yeah. banter. You Rebecca know. and I will <laughs> smoke and just like turn on the recording on my phone and like I was listening to one the other day and I was like peeing my pants. I was laughing exactly. so hard. I was like we are so funny. Um, People would love us. <laughs> <laughs> I need a TV show. Right. Man, sometimes I think about that. I'm like dude, people put so much stuff on the internet that they get paid for. Yeah. Like I wish I could just have the discipline to like record myself or something. But You do. You already do. To do what? To record yourself. You just press a button. Yeah, but like I don't post it anywhere. Yeah, but you could. I could. Could if you wanted to. What if it's just a phone? It's like not even a good Who recording. Cares? It's just like in the middle of a People fucking, there's so many niches out there. That's true. You know? People, <laughs> so people love to listen to shit. They do. Yeah. Because like, 
there's, I don't know. You listen to all my podcast episodes. I'm in the car so much. There, see, boom. Going to Uptown every day takes like 30 minutes. So like, that's an hour in the car every day. Yeah. So like, it wasn't hard to listen. I was like, oh, I just met him. I won't listen to all these episodes. That's yeah, great. That was and you were like, you walked up. Are you stalking me? I was like, he's so lucky. I was shaking in my boots. I was like, oh, he thinks I'm stalking him. That's Shut so up. embarrassing. No, I did not. I was joking. Good. But, joking. Um, but it does. Yeah. No, I just love the conversations that, like you have with people and like and seeing people's like different perspectives yeah. Yeah, but the cool. first one I listened to was like with you and Dustin and you were talking about <laughs> I just kept getting all that weed like people just kept giving you weed yeah. I was like this boy is manifesting hard <laughs> in line with the universe I was like oh, I was like they seem a law of attraction like they he just thought about it and somebody knocks on his door and yeah. like there it is Isn't that crazy and I was like yeah I gotta gotta get to know this kid like figure out what he's about you did it I did it yeah that was I was thinking about that the other day I told Dustin that we before I leave which is like in in two days or so um I'm like we need to get high and play chess and podcast again because that's what we used to do in the bus when it was broken down yeah we would just Michael and Sierra the owners of the bus they would just sleep in super late and so I'm I'm up early I yeah. always have Dustin early riser yeah Dustin's just like fluxes but yeah. You're one of those people who, like, just doesn't really need sleep. Like, no, I love, I love sleep. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Love sleep, but I just, yeah, I just wake up early, usually. I don't like the day feeling like it's going to waste. Yeah. That's why I like to wake up. Yeah. Early. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little bit of that, too. And I like being alone in the mornings versus that's, being alone at that's night. That's mostly it. I like, yeah, just to walk, and, like, I'll make coffee for, like, everyone. I used to make coffee for everyone on the bus, and then so nice. just go walk, and then come back, and, like, Dustin probably be up then. And then we would clean up, clean up the bus real quick, because we slept, like, in the front of it. Yeah. And, um... Dude, I'm on, like, that side of TikTok, like, bus, van life TikTok. I'm like, that looks so fun. Yeah. Like, if I won the lottery, that'd it's be not, I def- It's definitely not as glorious as no. TikTok, but it's honestly... I think our way of doing it in our our life and like Michael and Sierra, the way they did it is is more fulfilling because yeah. it's real. Like a lot of times that's like, okay, you need to keep everything like so underneath, like for the yeah, video. No, I'm not on like the the scary like white mom's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like they all have those RVs that are like decked up. Yeah. No. Like on like school buses. I was just nitty gritty. Yeah. Like shit, I mean, it was broken down for like weeks at a time, you know? Yeah. They were just fixing it, the couple like, yeah. themselves on the side of a highway or something, you know? Like, we'd be in middle That's of nowhere. Nuts. They're fucking amazing, but... So how did you meet them? Um, we met them. We were staying in Austin for a little bit and just, like, sleeping at Barn Springs, really, and just hammocking up. And, uh... They don't kick you out? Like, they don't... No. Barn Springs is, like... It's, oh, it's like almost like public land, yeah. so... And it's just, uh... It's a natural spring, so it's always, like, 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dude, we're living here. Yeah, we what. went to McKinney Falls for some reason. We didn't go to Barton Springs. Like yeah. Much, we Barton Springs, yeah, but. and it's right it's right in the middle of Austin, too. Yeah. And then, so, like, there's a... There is, like, right next to Zilker is this lot where a bunch of travelers would stay, like a bunch of van lifers or school buses, people living out of their car, you know? It was, like, a designated lot for them because it was unused, you know? And there was a lot of people, and so me and Dustin would just pitch a tent there sometimes, too. But then it was it was starting to get like like popped, like cops were coming and kicking people out. It was getting weird because the homeless epidemic in Austin's horrible. So yeah. They don't really know what to do with that. And uh, yeah, but we it we. When you gentrify a city. Yep. And so. Community. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. But anyway, 
as a whole there. <laughs> but <get in>. <laughs> <laughs> going. But um, <laughs> love your tent. <laughs> yeah, love the exactly. anti capitalist message of a tent. Yeah, I don't even know. It's more of a shelter for me. It's <laughs> less, less of a, a political stance. More just life. Ugh. But, um... So you just met them there. So, we yeah, we, we woke up one morning and some dude was just ripping the banjo next to us. I was like, oh, wow. the fuck? Banjo Ted. Ted Banjo. And uh, just singing a song about sandwiches. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta meet this guy. <laughs> and so we started talking and then... Yeah, and I, the night before, it was the same manifestation shit. The night before, I was like, damn, these buses are fucking cool. I'm like, I would love to meet the people who live in them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, whatever, like, all right, then maybe one day. And then, yeah, so I woke up that day, and I am notorious. My bags are super ragtag, and just, like, I stitch, like, every day on the road. Stitch them up every day, or my pants, or my shorts. And so I was stitching my, stitching my shorts up, which are like, I have two pairs of shorts and they're the main ones. <laughs> and there was a they're tear from like my waist to my ass. I'm like, yeah, and it was just flashing people on the regular. But so I was like, I gotta stitch that up tomorrow morning. And so I was, and Dustin was just like sleeping in the tent still. And I usually carry books on the road too, like at least, when I'm chilling in the city, I can get more, but at least like one fiction, one nonfiction. Yeah. And uh, so I just had like all my shit scattered. I was looking for the needle and thread, and and so there's a bunch of books. I was like, what needle? Yeah, <laughs> there's a bunch of books, and and uh, yeah, Sierra came over and was just like talking with me and Ted and Michael, the bus owners. Yeah. And yeah, they basically just invited us to go down to the to this coastal beach town in Texas with them. To, and like uh, and the other bus people had they been staying by you for like a few days like that was, yeah, that was the, the first day yeah that was maybe they were just like first day yeah yeah so they came out and ted was like yo you should really take up that offer because they don't let people stay in their bus often and it was like oh yeah okay maybe we'll think about it and they're like oh we're going today so like you think about it soon <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> and, uh, minutes, we're exactly right now. and uh yeah and ted said that so i was like oh that's interesting and then Sierra like later told me like when we got to know them more and now they're like 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 best friends but um she was like yeah it was I was just reading this book about these dudes traveling in Alaska and they just they had a bunch of books with them and you don't see a lot of travelers with books now and so like I was like I have to go meet that dude so because you were reading yeah well so just books scattered I wasn't even yeah. stitching but yeah and I was like oh that's pretty cool and then, yeah, went down to the coastal town with them, hung out with them for a while, and just all these, like, train-hopping kids and musicians, and had a super dope three days weekend. And then we all kind of just separated, and then we traveled back with them. And then, yeah, then I tore my knee, and they offered to give me a ride westward, so I took it. That's so nice. Yeah, it's cool. So wait, okay, so you were down here last winter. Yeah. So that's when I came out here originally. Was like right when I left, I was just beelining it south. Yeah. Staying at farms along the way, mostly for a couple of days until I was deep enough south, and then stayed at a farm in Algiers across the river for a week. But then didn't really get to see enough of New Orleans, so I was like, I'm gonna couch surf for a little bit, and then went to Bourbon. Like the day after I left that farm, I was couch surfing in the Garden District. I went to Bourbon. I was like, I see what it's about, and uh, met Jeff at the drinkery. Yeah. I went to the drinker because it was the only live music that place. place. kind of magic. And then, yeah, I met Dylan. And 
2003. Okay, so then once you met Dylan, how long did you stay here? And then where'd you go next? Um, and then so why did you met, come back? I met Dylan. What was the last time you were home? Now I have so many questions. Okay, got you, I got you. We're going to go through the list. So, yeah, met Dylan, and we just, yeah, I just thought Dylan was super cool. And, and Jeff as well, obviously, and then started staying with Jeff for a little bit. But then I was like, yeah, just, just yeah, New Orleans kind of sucked me in. I loved it. And I was like, uh, staying with Dylan for a bit. Dylan's like, you know, he's done the whole traveling thing. He's backpacked through South America. He, he's like, dude, you can stay with me. Like, and it was in the French Quarter, and I was like, I was like, no, dude, you don't have to do that. And he's like, no, dude, I would, I would like it. And so, yeah. And then stay with him, and basically Dustin was living there as well. Like he had his own place in the Garden District, but he was always at Dylan's. Yeah. He loved it. Dustin's about like the city shit, and. Uh, yeah, and then met a bunch of their friends and was just hanging out and just like partying. Really just, it was a fucking party, <laughs> like every day. And I was like, all right, I need to get back on the road. I need yeah. to, like you guys, service industry too, like stay up super late, sleep in all day. And I was staying Did at farms. Did you like the two-legged dog? Three-legged dog, three-legged right dog, there, yeah. yeah. Next door. And uh, yeah, for sure. Late Had many there. three-legged dog nights. But I was like used to. They always hit hard the next morning. You're like, why? Oh, <laughs> I've been there for so like, long. You cleanse yourself. Right. <laughs> you need to get baptized by the Mormons. <laughs> and for like you all sneak of my into the altar. <laughs> Do the Michael Phelps in the water. All right, <laughs> but but uh, yeah. And then I was like, all right, I gotta go. Like I gotta leave. I'm gonna keep traveling. There's the road kind of pulls you. It's weird. Yeah. And uh, well, that's also what you set out to do. Like you weren't. Yeah. Keep going west. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And yeah, I felt like I got the city. Like I've stayed here long enough. But then Dustin was like, "Yo, I want to come with you. And let me quit my job." Oh my god! So I waited around, and he quit his job, and then we went west. That's so fun. Yeah. And then I went. And we you were just in Texas. We got now Texas. Oh wait, didn't you guys go to New Mexico? Yeah, Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, Arizona. And so my bike's in Arizona, and then I had to go back for like family emergency shit. So right when we got to Flagstaff. Um, we were going to spend a weekend with his grandma, with Dustin's grandma, who flew out there. And she got this Airbnb, and we were going to, like, have this, like, cook out the whole wait, weekend. Wait, so you flew out there? No. Oh, wait. She did. She flew. Okay. She flew. And then I, the day we got there, and there's some stories, too. We got, like, hitchhiked there because we, were, we weren't getting there fast enough. <laughs> and we, we met some You hitchhike, what do you do with your bike? Gear. Put it in a truck, usually, or jam it. And, yeah. You don't hitchhike all the time, but... Definitely have, like multiple times. <laughs> Not all the time, but because if we're on a deadline, me yeah. and Dustin are horrible at deadlines. It's kind of why we bike. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So, but the day I got there, I yeah, my grandma just passed, or she was passing. So that was no, good. And uh, so I had to fly back, fly to Chicago, and then my homie died like two days after my grandma died, unexpectedly. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, from what? Uh, overdose. And so, yes, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna spend some time like hanging out with my friends. Cause I'm like, I'm gonna be on the road for a while again. I knew that. Yeah. And they didn't know that originally. When I first left, they didn't fucking know what I was doing. I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I just did it. Cause I was like, more people talk about it, the more I'm gonna hear about it. Yeah. You know? I don't wanna hear about and it. You I'm just wanna go do leave. it. Yeah, I'll tell you about it on the road. <laughs> you know, <laughs> call, just call me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I miss that. Some people have questions for you, and then you have to like, start planning yeah, you out over like analyze future. it yeah. you know it's kind of like anything and that's anxiety yeah like, exactly like, why worry it's, about it if it's not a problem yet? yeah but then i was like super happy to be back with my family and my friends 
and just like enjoying that time. And then I was like, because I know I was going to be on the road for a while. Okay. And then. Your siblings? Yeah, three brothers. Three brothers. And then. What do you fall in line? The second oldest. Second oldest? Yeah. So kind of a middle kid? Kind of a, yeah. Yeah, as middle as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, hung out there for a bit and then came back down here with Michael and Sierra, actually, the bus people. Oh, wow. They were in Tennessee, where they're from, and they just. They're like, yeah, we're coming to Chicago, picking you up. We're going to New Orleans in their minivan. They sold a bus when we were in New Mexico. And uh, I was like, all right, fuck. And came down to New Orleans. And when then, was that? Like, a, like two months ago now. Two months ago. And the hurricane Ida hit. They dipped. Dylan, Dustin dipped to Washington. So I yeah. was holding down the floor with Leo. Me and Leo, D Dylan's dog, little puppy, Thunder Buddies for life. It's actually so fun, though. It was, it was the awesome. The city during the hurricane was, like, dope, and I kind of wish. I wish I, I knew here. you. Oh, you I were know. here. Okay. I wasn't here, though. I was out in Florida and then um, went up to Mississippi. Okay. Ooh, that was my That was the worst week of my life. But. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so then I've been here since then, and then it's definitely time to go. Yeah. So where are you going next? Going back, I thought about this because I was going to just fly back to Phoenix and just get back with on you know, my bike. Yeah. It's like under some dorm kid's bed right now, so <laughs> I need to get it. <laughs> but, uh... Little Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, Little Sparrow. I don't even know how Abandoned the seat feels on my ass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I was like, well, if I... I didn't spend the last holidays with my, my family and they were kind of bummed about that. And I wasn't planning on to this year either. I'm selfish. Selfish as fuck. But I was like, I fucking love you guys, so... Like, okay, I feel bad because we just talk about people dying, but it's like, because you don't know how much time you're going to have. Exactly. But it's like and the road also actualizes that, like, so much. Because yeah. you, most of the time it's alone. Mm -hmm. You know, I left alone. Traveled with Dustin for a while, and it was fucking awesome. But still, it's like, even when I'm traveling with Dustin, it's like, we don't talk really much during while we're moving, you know? It's just too loud, <laughs> you yeah. know. Hey, and then right. and it gets when you're on boring. bikes too, like somebody's like facing forward and like yeah. speaking. Forward One of us is ahead of the other too. Yeah. I'm not waiting up. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry up. <laughs> and uh, lagging behind. Yeah, but I was like, I definitely, I'm not gonna fly to Arizona and then fly back to Chicago and then fly back again to Arizona. For, yeah. So I was like, I'll just wait here until like Thanksgiving. Plus, New Orleans is a great fucking place to be, and everything's opening up, and it's warm. <laughs> And so, nice. yeah, just waiting around, and then I'm gonna go to Thanksgiving with the fam, and then right to Arizona, back on the so road. So fun. Yeah, I'm honestly super stoked. Super stoked. It's been That's so long. Exciting. Feels like feels like a year. Two months in New Orleans is like. <laughs> it feels like a year without the <laughs> bike. Place ages you. You yeah. stay too long. You have like wrinkles. For real. I haven't gotten ID like carded in months and the other day I was out with my friend yeah because we were at the beer fest <laughs> Heidi got carded every single time she went out for a beer she's 32 I was like I'm not looking young anymore I know I shave just to just to like trick myself into looking like a kid again <laughs> I do I look in the mirror I'm like who the fuck is that <laughs> I hate it um I don't like age age is weird because I always put myself on like a timeline I'm like and should for do a while, this by then like, the yeah. goals and I was like, I'm going to be married by 24, kid by 26. No, I'm six months away from 26. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah. I feel like that's honestly part of growing up, though. And just keep aging. It's just, you just got to let things be, you yeah. know. Have I think for sure goals are good and healthy, but I think sometimes they hinder you. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you'll get there when you get there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's like, I don't know what, like, you know, like the, the blue zones in terms of like happiest places in the world? Happiest like countries? Yeah, like, it, so was, it was a quote like from like the Netherlands or Finland. My psychic said I'd meet my husband in Europe anyway, so. Boom! Let me just go. I'll just leave. Just go. I don't even. But they, there was, there was some chick or whatever, some guy said that like the, um, the key to happiness is no expectations. And I was like, that's so fucking true. Yep. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah. Kind of remind yourself that every now and then. Yeah. I feel like. And if there's something that's really making you unhappy, like in the current moment, but you don't have expectations for the future, then you're more willing to deal with it, I feel like. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah. There's not really much more to talk about. Uh, I guess. I think you answered all the questions. Yeah. I feel like I didn't even ask you any questions. Wait, how old are you? 23. 23? Yeah. You're so young. I look like shit, huh? Is that what you're no. saying? No! <laughs> 23. Yes. Wow. I know. I feel old. 23 was so fun for me. Yeah. I had just gotten here. We can wrap this up. You're good, dude. Go but ahead. Yeah, I had just gotten here. Like, I had just made friends. I remember having my 23rd birthday. And, like, I had no plans. And, like, my friends ended up taking me out to, like, some place. Well, I went to, like, Monkey Board. And then, um, we went out to like some random bar and like this girl who was from Michigan um, and like this other girl who's from Michigan were like, oh, Midwest buddies. And so she's like, buy me tequila sunrises all night. I don't even know what that bar was called. <laughs> Milan Lounge, whatever. I don't know how to say that street name. I think it's the Milan Lounge. It has like a clown face on it. It's in, sure. over in Uptown, like Lower Garden District area. Yeah. But, um, and I was like so happy because I was like so naive. Well, yeah. I don't want to say that. I don't that. think you were. I feel like we always, like, play ourselves as we were more naive than we actually were. Yeah. I think we always, you always have the illusion of you have it figured out. Yeah. Or you don't. But still, you're like, yeah, I know what I'm doing today. Yeah. You know? 23 was just a fun year. I think it's I not, did it it's not bad so far. I did some stupid stuff. Yeah. But it was you fun. Will, as you will forever, probably. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you for this. You're welcome. Thank you. for taking me out of the podcast slump. You're welcome. <laughs> Hopefully people appreciate it. <laughs> Back you. to business. Well, quick shout outs for everyone who's supported on Patreon. Liam Morlick, Pat Benavidez, Jason Kaprowski, Michelle Roy, Russell Mormon, Emily and Sonia Schmidt, Peter Pacheca, and Bridget Downey. Uncle Mike, Mary Streetle, William Savage, Terry Gleason, Steve Bailey, Mike Pat, and Newman. If you like this podcast and want to support or you want to be shouted out hop hop on over on patreon you can follow me on youtube on facebook follow me on instagram at young jack sparrow all lowercase one word motherfucker um on twitch i do a little hip-hop stream in there um yeah thank you guys for listening and i hope to see you next time peace